Hi, Grandad. Hi. I'm going to be interviewing you today um, for my podcast. The first question, what was your childhood like? Um, happy. Um, very good. Um, lots of sport. Lots of sport. What kind of sports? Soccer. Soccer. Who did and Gaelic football. Who did you play them with? Balefi Helm. And like, were your friends playing with you and stuff? Yeah, it was, the beginning, it was street leagues. So all the kids in your street played against another street, oh. you know. But it, it was organised. What was school like back then? Was it, like, was it different to how school is now? Extremely so. Yeah, how? Difficult and violent. <laughs> violent? Yeah. Some of the teachers were extremely violent. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I can remember getting 32 slaps on the hand with a leather. With what? A leather? A leather strap. Oh. Which had coins embedded into the leather. Lots of the brothers had those type, or they might have a cane, a bamboo cane. Yeah. And even one or two had hurleys which they hit you with down the back of the neck. Now, there were some extremely nice people teaching us, but by and large, yeah. there was a lot of um, physical force. So I'm going to skip forward and talk to you uh, about like you when you were like an adult. So like, uh, what was your first job? Like My first very job? first job was a delivery boy. On a bicycle, uh -huh. delivering meat to houses <laughs> meat? for economy shops <laughs> who were butchers. Meat? like yeah. <clears throat> People would order their meat for the week yeah. and you would take it out on a bicycle with a big basket. <laughs> like Deliveroo. Yeah, and <laughs> deliver it to the house. That's, that's funny, I never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. They were called messenger boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could be a messenger boy for a grocer, you could be a messenger boy for a butcher. Um, <clears throat> but that's how the, the deliveries were made at the time, on a bicycle. Did you get paid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how much you get paid? I think... I think my very first job, I got £2 a week. So what would that be now? Oh... Um, about one fifty, I'd say. A week. Yeah. And that was a lot of money well, then. Yeah, that was probably a lot back then. <clears throat> and on a Saturday, when you finished in the evening, they gave you a bundle of meat to take home for yourself. Oh, that's good. Chops and steak. <laughs> um. My second job. Yeah. I worked as a dispatch clerk. In a soap factory. And um, what that entailed was <clears throat> getting the deliveries ready, getting them loaded onto a lorry yeah. <clears throat> and <clears throat> keeping record of when they went, what time they went, yeah. <clears throat> all that type of stuff. Do you have any like, funny stories from any of your jobs? <clears throat> well, when I worked in the soap factory, they developed a new washing up liquid. And I got a sample, 
and I brought it home. And when I met all the, my friends in the evening, I told them it was a new shampoo. <laughs> and we put some on the hair. And then no water to wash it off. So when it started to rain, and they were covered in bubbles. <laughs> but <clears throat> they, re they actually believed that it was shampoo. <clears throat> yeah. But in, in actual fact, it was a new trial for a washing up liquid. For like washing dishes and stuff? Yeah. And they put in their hair? Yeah, we, we, I told them it was shampoo. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what did you call it? Uh, Sudsy Bay. <laughs> Sudsy Bay. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Um, did you get like fired for many of your jobs or anything? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got fired. Well, I was working with a plumber as well, as a plumber's mate. Yeah. I got fired from that. I got fired from the soap factory. Um, for for what? I went home early and I got, you had to clock in and clock out, you oh, know, yeah. and I went home early and okay. I got someone to clock, my, clock me out, oh. but my sister came down looking for me and they came in to find me and naturally I was gone. Yeah. So <clears throat> I got fired. Um, so what was like your, your favourite job that you ever did? Walking in the hospital. Mm -hmm. What did you do in the hospital? I was in charge of security, <clears throat> but when I started there, you just weren't security, you did everything. Mm -hmm. Took patients here, took patients there, met patients at the door. If there was trouble, you had to go and sort the out. But it was very enjoyable, and I liked it. That's liked good. it a lot. Yeah. And well, I liked the Navy. Yeah. So, uh, what, what, like the Navy, like why did you decide to join the Navy? I wanted to join the Air Force, mm -hmm. oh. but the Air Force weren't taking any people from Ireland, British Air Force. Oh, okay. So then myself and two friends of mine decided we joined the Navy. And I liked, I liked it. Yeah, that's good. What did you like do on the Navy? Or in the Navy? I was, what, you, I, I was a seaman. But then you specialise in something. <clears throat> I specialised in underwater weapons, which would be torpedoes. That's cool. And mortar bombs. <clears throat> Not the type of mortars that they have in the army, no. These ones, you fire them into the sea and yeah. they don't explode until they're six feet under the water. Okay. They're for <clears throat> damaging submarines. Oh. So I specialised in that. Yeah, and well, like, what what did you like enjoy the most about the navy? Navy, um, I think when I was on the helicopters, yeah, um, we were a, a helicopter recovery crew, which meant <clears throat> if they had to pull someone from the water, you were lower down on a winch. For instance, there was one island called Curia Muria, <clears throat> and there was a woman giving birth. But they had no doctors, they had yeah. nothing. So the helicopter took a doctor and we had to go to the island. The doctor delivered the baby and oh. then fly back again. That's really cool. Yeah. Or we had to recover bodies from the water, people who were drowned. Oh. 
After the Navy, I went to work in Veromi Dockyard. I was a crane driver and I did that for about five, seven years. And then I became the medic in the first aid. Oh, yeah. So if anyone was injured, <clears throat> we had our own ambulance and we had a doctor on call. <clears throat> and our, each ship claimed at least one life. You know, yeah. that was the average. Um, <clears throat> lots of injuries. But the, the bulk of them would have been dirt in the eyes and splinters and yeah. abrasions and cuts. Now you would get some very severe um, incidents. Like one, now oh, there were three fellas blown out through a manhole. Mm. Um, an explosion in a tank. Yeah caused by the oxygen not being turned off when they went to lunch and a burning torch. Yeah. And when they came back, they turned on the burning torch again and lit it, but the tank was full of oxygen. Oh, God, yeah. And the manhole was only just round enough. It took five days to find one chap. He was blown right out through it, out onto the beach. Mm. Was he dead? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the other chap was very badly scarred. Yeah. Lots of pieces of grit were embedded into his hands. Oh. Um, and he was badly burned. Yeah. And the third chap was burned, but he wasn't as severe. Okay. So you had a very uh, eventful life, like, I with your jobs. A, li and a little. <laughs> yeah. What was like the 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 best like experience that you had like throughout throughout your life like or in your jobs? In the job? I think the hospital. Yeah. Especially when you see people that recover. Yeah. That you didn't expect to recover. Yeah. You know? That's great satisfaction. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have been responsible for their recovery. But you get to know people and you greet them every day and yeah. it is nice to see them. So like, do you have any other like funny stories or like interesting stories that like you'd like to share with the podcast? <laughs> Something I shouldn't have done. Long, long ago, you could return empty jam jars. <laughs> yeah. And you would get an old penny for a pound pot. Yeah. Two pence for a two pound pot. And you take them into a shop in Princess Street, which was called Gills. And you handed in the pots and they gave you a slip. And then you had to go to a second shop belonged to them and they paid you the money. So I changed it from 11 to 111. <laughs> 111 pots? And I changed it from 10 to 110. <laughs> and when I went into the shop, my brother was with me. He was horrified. And <clears throat> the man looked at it and he said, oh, I better check with the yeah. other shop. Yeah. So we had to run as fast as we could <laughs> all the way home. Well, yeah. I tell you, one I did, and I was, a gr I was an adult. <clears throat> we were in... The Channel Islands, we had stopped, I was in the Navy at the time, 
we had stopped off for two days. So we went ashore. Naturally, we got drunk, like all sailors do. <laughs> yeah. On our way back, we came across a cow in a field. <laughs> yeah. Who had a bell around his neck and he was tied onto a little rope and yeah. a stake into the ground. Yeah. So we took the cow with us. <laughs> And we brought him into the hotel in the Channel Islands. Is this the hotel? Yeah. And he pooped all over the floor. Oh, no. <clears throat> and we were carted off back to the ship. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your story right, with honey. my podcast. Will it do you? Yeah, that's good. Thank you. That's all right.